Hello listeners, welcome back with me Jojo on Jojo Podcast And in this episode, uh, I just want to read about five uh, stories Disney, a story a day January 7th, the new broom Uncle Scrooge McDuck was the meanest dog in the world Although he was very, very rich, he hated to spend money. It made him feel quite ill. Now he was plodding through the thick snow that covered his front path. His old broom was nearly bald. He needed a new broom to sweep the snow away. Bah! He grumbled. I suppose I must buy a broom. And he trudged through the snow towards the shops, muttering and grumbling to himself. Then his eyes glinted happily. Outside the beggars was a fine garden broom leaning against the wall. Ha! Just what I need! cried Uncle Scrooge. He grabbed the broom. Donald Duck was passing. Hey, Uncle! he shouted. You can take that broom. Yes, I can, snapped Grinch McDuck. I'm helping to keep the town tidy by taking it away. Folks shouldn't leave their belongings lying about in the street. And Uncle Scrooge clutched the broom in both hands. Suddenly, it wilted and wilted right up into the sky with Uncle Scrooge hanging on for dear life. Whoosh! Up swooped the broom and circled around the chimney pots. Whee! Uncle Scrooge was terrified. He was scared of hags. Yeah! Scratched Uncle Scrooge. Help Donald! Do something! The broom shot up like a rocket and then zoomed down again. What's the matter with this broom? yelled Uncle Scrooge. I told you not to take it, chuckled Donald. And the broomsticks looped the loop. It belongs to Madame Mame, the witch. It's a magic broomstick. At the very moment Madame Mame came out of the beggars, Hey! she yelled to airborne Uncle Scrooge. As he zoomed past, just over her head. Where are you taking my broomstick? I'm not taking it anywhere, howled Uncle Scrooge. The broomstick is taking me. Make it bring me back to earth, please. I will earth it. Madame Mim snapped her fingers and the broom dived to the ground, tipping Uncle Scrooge into a snowdrift. Next time you want a broom, Minnie? scolded Madame Mim. Buy one for yourself. And do you know Uncle Scrooge was so shaken that he took Madame Mim's advice? Next, Terry. January 8th. The flight of the bumblebees. Tiger bounced through the snow one day to call on his friend. We need a pool. You look worried, 
hooked tiger. I am worried about hunting. Saipu bear. Supposing it came to an end, why should it? Snorted not a tiger. Well, there are no bees in the winter, are there? And although I am a bear of a very little brain, I know that bees make honey. I expect they go to a warmer country in the winter, like the swallows, suggested the tiger. Yes, frowned Pooh. But suppose they like that country better than ours and they don't come back. There would be no more honey. Cheer up, cried Tiger. You need some exercise. Come on, a bunch about with me. A bunch about? What's that? murmured Pooh Bear. You know that people go on walkabouts, don't you? Well, tigers go on barns about. But we the Pooh was much too worried about the bees to go on barns about. Tiger pets Christopher Robin. Come with me, said Christopher. I, s- I want to show you something. Pooh Bear did not feel like a trip. But he did not like to disappoint Christopher Robin. They plodded through the snow to the end of the garden, and there were six wooden beehives. That's where the bees are, explained Christopher Robin. They will all come out in the spring and get a pollen and make more honey. Oh, Bim Winnie the Pooh, I am so glad, and he went straight home to open another jar of honey. Next story, January 9, Sneezy the Snow Flew One night, the snow fell thick and fast on the wood, where Snow White and her little friends, the seven dwarfs, lived in their pretty cottage. In the morning, they found the snow up to the windowsill of their living room, and when they opened the front door a great drift of snow trembled into the room. Whose turn is it to sweep the path? asked Snow White. Not mine, grunted Grumpy. I did it yesterday and I'm very cross that the snow has dared to fall again. It's disgraceful. Once I've cleared the part, it should stay clear. Not my turn, yawned Sleepy. Nor mine, blushed Bashful. I did it on Monday, Bim happy. Doopy couldn't speak, but he shook his head very hard. I know, said Doc, the clever draft. It's Sneezy's turn to sweep the path. Snow White pressed the brim to Sneezy. It's chilly out there, he shivered. I think I'm going to sneeze. No, no! cried his friends in alarm. Sneezes, sneezes were in their mouths. They blew all the ornaments of the mantelpiece. Sneeze outside or their dog. And he put sneezes out of the open door into the snow. Sneezes gigantic sneeze echoed through the wood, and it was such a strong sneeze that it blew all the snow 
away from the cottage. In seconds, the path was quiet, quiet, clear. Oh, Sneezy, chuckled Snow White. You are clever, Sneezy beamed. Sometimes his innermost sneeze was useful after all. Next. What is it? Five? One? One? No. One? Two? Three? Okay. Maybe this is the last one? Okay. A sticky problem. Captain Hook and his pirates were sailing across the winter seas. Smee was in the galley making Toffee. Smee had never met Toffee before and he was worried because when he dipped a spoon in the pan to see how the Toffee was setting, it was so sticky that he could not pull the spoon out again. Oh, my cerebral Smee, grunted the pirate. Captain Hook will be angry. He will make me walk the plank. Captain Hook's shadow darkened the doorway. Let's test this toffee, he snorted. Wrenching the spoon out and popping it into his mouth, oh, grunted the captain. He could say no more because the toffee had stuck his teeth together, but poor Smee could tell by the way Hook's eyes rolled that he was very, very angry. Just then, there was a ter- terrible jolt that shook the ship from stem to stern. Ah! yelled a pirate. We've stuck an iceberg. There's a crack in our timbers. The she is pouring in. The captain managed to rinse his teeth free of the toffee. Fill the crack with tar, he yelled. We forgot to bring any, stammered the pirate. We shall be floated. The ship will sink. Smith snatched the big pan and rushed to the hole where the sea was pouring in. Smith plastered the crack with his sticky toffee. Before you could say cock a do that toffee had set as hard as a rock. No more water poured in. Smee had saved the ship. Instead of making Smee walk the plank, Captain Hope pat him on the back. Oh, happy Smee, chuckled the little pirate. Okay, thank you for listening. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe on my uh, next podcast, yeah, I would like to invite uh, some of my friends as a special guest here so yeah let's wait and see who's the next uh, guest thank you so much for listening <laughs>